This is State Champs Michigan's Face-Off Lacrosse Podcast, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself to one of two dozen varsity-level sports, including men's and women's lacrosse, at Lawrence Tech. Simply log on to L2Athletics.com and click the Recruit Yourself link. Face-Off is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, the MHSAA Needs Officials. Go to MHSAA.com. Great part-time pay, stay connected to the game, support the kids, and give back. Help wanted, just whistle. Go to MHSAA.com slash officials. Detroit Medical Center's physical therapy and sports medicine pros. Check out our Game Changer segments with helpful injury prevention and recovery tips. Find them on our State Champs YouTube page or on our website, statechampsnetwork.com or on the State Champs Michigan social media channel. And for immediate access to care, go to dmc.org slash gamechanger. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female High School Athlete of the Year Awards. The state's elite athletes will be honored with a red carpet gala on Monday, June 14th at the incredible DAC in downtown Detroit, live streamed by State Champs. And now, on to the show. And welcome back into a State Champ special here. We are talking lacrosse. I'm so glad you can join us here on the State Champs Network. So glad that this gentleman can join us as well. I heard there was a dandy uh, last night on the campus of Orchard Lake St. Mary's. We'll get to that in just a moment. But kindly joining us, of course, Coach Greg Durham. How are you, Coach? Good. Everything's pretty well. Yeah? Yeah, it's going well. You know, tough loss last night, but it was a great game. And uh, we'll talk about that in a little later. But uh, OT and gets my my alma mater. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, Coach Comiscus, when he pops on, will give me a hard time about it. But, uh, man, we had him. I thought we had him and we didn't. But it's all right because in 12 days we'll play him again and uh, in the Catholic League, uh, you know, uh, semifinal. So I'm not worried about that yet. But... Great week of lacrosse. I'm telling you, it was a lot of great games. Uh, it was beautiful weather for the most part until, you know, the rain came in yesterday. But it didn't affect us last night. It was a little cold, but it was about it. But, uh, I mean, I think the the COVID thing, everything's going so far so good. I, I haven't heard as many issues with teams. One here, one there, but nothing special. Um, it's not like you're getting a whole team wiped out. Um, but I think uh, overall the state's going pretty well. Outstanding. Well, and as you mentioned, we are – uh, honored to have a guest on, a guy that if you follow lacrosse in any way, shape, or form, you are familiar with his work. He has been coaching a heck of a long time, having a lot of success along the way. The head coach at Clarkston, Coach Brian Comiscus. And first of all, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time and joining us here today on the Lacrosse Podcast. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me. I mean, it's it's uh, an honor to be called and and, and asked to step on. I've been I've been practicing all week, listening to every podcast I can get my hands on here, just so I know what I'm doing. A lot well, of Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and uh, <laughs> you know, or smartless, smartless. Brian, so Brian's a, Brian's a professional. He's done this a hundred times, and uh, you know, I, I'm honored. To, you know, Brian and I in 2019 got inducted to the uh, Michigan High School Lacrosse Coaches Hall of Fame together. Um, he's a great coach. I love coaching against him. Um, I see him in about a week. Right? Yeah, just about. Yeah. Yeah, we're playing them in a week. After last year. night, I'm not not as excited as I was. <laughs> we'll see, buddy. I don't know about that, man. But uh. well, things are going well for you guys. Tell us about your team. You know what? We're we're doing well. Uh, our guys are really playing fast. Um, you know, they've answered they've answered the call. 
um, about just showing up and being better day after day, you know, because as you guys were just saying before, before I came on, the, the whole coronavirus deal, the whole quarantine and all that, that can take you out at any time. Um, and we're, we're frankly starting to feel that. We, we've lost four guys this week mm. uh, to, to quarantine and whatnot. So, but you know what? It's, that's, that's what we do, right? Next guy up type mentality and keep rolling, keep playing and build depth for, for the future. So, uh, but no, I, I couldn't be happier with the, with the way that our guys are playing right now. I really can't. Talk about what the kids have had to endure. I mean, we touched on this last week, but I'd love to hear your perspective. I mean, the average person doesn't really. This has been over a year for that these kids have been affected and kept off the field or on, off, on, off. The resiliency of, of these young athletes, both males and females, can you touch on that for a little bit and, and just how hard they've worked to be in this position? Yeah, you know, I, I I think it's oh I think it's overlooked, frankly. You know, it's it's easy. I think, and you know, hey, if I get into a little trouble here saying this, but I think it's easy for our our leaders in Michigan at any level to say, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And by the way, you're going to comply with it, and just just you know, no questions asked. You know, you're going to test, or you're not going to, you know. And I keep thinking about these kids, and they're athletes, and they're working their tails off. And one thing you never really discuss with athletes are injuries, right? Because you never say, hey, look, you could blow that knee and be gone for, for, forever. In the back of their minds at any day, they can be pulled out of the system. And if they're a senior and they get pulled out 10 days from now, they're done. They're not, you know, the chances of them coming back are so slim. And for them to show up every day and work as hard as they're working and as hard as they worked going into the season, um, you know, tells you how much they love what they do. And, and yeah, I, I don't think they get enough credit just for that. You know, at any time, as we're finding out, you can be pulled. Yeah, I, I totally 100% agree, you know. And I think the other thing that I noticed, and it really was kind of like in my last, last night's game, was certain players, you know, we talked about this last week, was um, younger kids, especially my juniors that are in varsity, right? They've never been on varsity before, and they only played one year at JV. And to put them in a situation or a big game like they did last night, and I know you probably had to come this across with this too, Brian, they're a little tentative. They don't know how to handle the pressure. And that affects them too. A whole year, missing a whole year, they lost that preparation for playing in big games or playing against rivals or whatever it may be. And I think I think everybody that in our league or in our in our state that's playing sports, no matter what's baseball, lacrosse, softball, girl soccer, whatever it may be, um, is is probably having the same issues. You know, so Yeah, I you know, I, I, I agree with that and I think about it, right? We have I have sophomores on my team that the last time they were played, they played were eighth graders. Right. Mm. And if this was a normal year and they go out on the field and they start making a couple of mistakes, yeah, I'm, I'm probably ripping them and ripping them hard. Right. You know, now I'm putting my arm around and saying, you know, as a coach, you know, you change a little bit. You become you know, a little more empathy, a little, a little more patient because you, you've got to get these guys through and they're going to make the mistakes. And again, last year, yeah, it, it would have been trouble. This year, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it together. Head coach at Clarkston, uh, Coach Brian Comiscus, kindly joining us here on the Lacrosse Podcast. Uh, you know, uh, Coach, we talked last week about how much this sport has exploded. I know it's a different perspective for guys like you and, and Coach Durham because you've been around the game. But at the same time, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, have you noticed it 
as much as maybe people that haven't been in the game have noticed it because, you know, I told Coach Durham when he was at Northville, there was one year where a bunch of kids that were playing baseball or football or whatever just decided we're going to play lacrosse. I mean, this really is growing all over the great state of Michigan. You know, it, it really is. I think um, it's interesting. And, you know, all this, you know, Utica Eisenhower has a team, right? They've had a team for years now. And, you know, all of a sudden, there's all these other schools. You know, Warren Mott has a team. And everybody on the east side is starting to pop up with teams and or co-ops. And, and I think you can do that in, in just almost every section of, of uh, lower Michigan th- these days, which is great. You know, um, and, you know, we've got some co-op teams that have been around for 15, 20 years that I think could be or, or should be on the verge of, of splitting. So now you have, you know, two high schools with teams as opposed to just one. Um you know, and I do think I do think the the pandemic has has hurt us a little bit with that. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of JV, JV teams have disappeared, but I think that's across the board in every sport. Yeah. Um, you know, kids, kids. You know, we always say if you were a freshman or a sophomore on a JV team, and maybe you were the twentieth kid on the on the team, and all of a sudden you had a year to do something else, you probably found something else to do. Um, that said, our youth numbers are way up. And I think that's the same in in Oakland County, at least. So I see it. I see it ramping back up. Uh, Coach, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, your thoughts on on being inducted into the coaching Hall of Fame. You know, I, I know you guys. Uh, this is this is fun for you and everything. And uh, you don't like to talk about you. You like to talk about the sport and, and and your players and everything. But that had to be an incredible honor for you. Yeah, it really was. It was. It was. Um, it was a nice recognition. Uh, you know, again, I got to go in with some friends. Uh, you know, Greg, and um, well, two Gregs really. And um, you know, my my dad uh, was was also was also honored, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, and yeah, you, you know, we all put all, a lot of time and effort. And when your own peers kind of look at that and recognize it, you know, there's some validation to what you what you've been doing and banging your head up against the wall for for so many years. Hmm. Great stuff. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that Brian really does well, he, he does um, – I don't know if you're doing that game this year or not, Brian, because I haven't really talked to you about it, but um, the cancer benefit, I know you do that every year. Um, were you guys planning on doing that again this year? And when is the game, or was it already? Or um... So, so yeah, that, that game's actually going to be tomorrow, uh, May 1st. Perfect. Um, we, we're bringing out a youth festival, and, you know, of course, COVID protocols, it'll all be spaced out throughout the day. Um, all the youth teams will play on campus, uh, boys and girls. Uh, our little axers, our K-1 through 2, will play at halftime of the varsity game. Um, yeah, we that's that's been going since 2007. We've raised over $120,000 for different uh, cancer-type charities. Mm. Um, our, our partner uh, this year is um, New Day Foundation out of Rochester Hills. Um, and, and everything, every penny we raise um, – goes directly to them and and you know then they can do what they what they need to do to to help cancer patients and families and stuff like that but yeah yeah you've you we've played in a couple times i remember the one time in the uh, rain oh my when, god so oh boring. you had me you had me cold <laughs> and then, thank god thunder and lightning uh, yeah it was, it was <laughs> we talk about, it's so funny because of, of all the like a lot of the coaches i think brian and i are 50 50 against each other it's so yeah. funny we yeah. had great games they're physical, but they're fun. Um, we're chirping at each other on the sideline. You know, uh, it's fun though. I like after that, that we just hog each other, shake hands. It's great, good rivalry. Um, I love playing Brian and his, his boys. He's got great boys, and uh, it's fun to play. But it's it's Clarkson, amazing place, fantastic facilities. Um, 
that's another reason we like playing there because their facilities are fantastic. Even though I do like the red turf, and I can't wait to see him next Monday on the red turf. But <laughs> I get busy on that turf. <laughs> that's the point, bro. But uh, one more thing before we let you go. Really appreciate the time again, Brian Comiscus, Coach Comiscus from from Clarkson. We, I know you guys have the game tomorrow. What's your upcoming schedule look like? We always like to ask guys what's coming up so people can be aware of of, of really what's happening in this great game. So for us, we, we, we start the gauntlet um, next week. We, we have our OAA championship game against Lake Orion next Tuesday. Um, then we play uh, Graham Blank, who's a regional opponent. Forest Hills comes after that. And mm. just after Forest Hills, we get our good buddy Greg Durham here. Uh, Orchard Lake on Monday. And then East Grand Rapids to end the season. So uh, wow. we've, got, we've got a nice, challenging two-week period in front of us, which yeah. is exactly the way we want it going into the playoffs. Right, and your region, how's that looking out, like, overall? Your region, who's in your region that, uh, you know, might scare you a little bit or might be a big threat? Because uh, you guys are probably topping your region. We should be topping our region. Um, I'm, you know, I, Graham Blank is, is pushing for a spot. Um, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, our biggest concern was, was Midland this year. Right. And we played them. We had a good day against them. And, you know, who knows? I mean, you never like to play anybody twice. No. But, uh, but uh, you know, my guess is we'll probably see them in, in the finals. Mm. Awesome. Great awesome. stuff. Coach Comiscus, really appreciate uh, the time. Continued success to you and your club. I think it's great you guys are having this event tomorrow. So many little things like that happening in lacrosse, and that's part of the reason why we're here, to let people know of great events like that and how uh, the lacrosse community keeps giving back. Really appreciate your time, Coach. Hey, thanks for giving me a, sh uh, a, a shout, and, and I appreciate it, and good luck with everything you guys are doing. This is awesome. This is a great way to grow the sport. Thanks, Brian. Thank appreciate you, it, buddy. Coach. Uh, coach Brian right, Comiscus, yep. kindly joining us. You know, uh, Coach, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention, you know, he has the event tomorrow. I know you were a part of something uh, special in right. Northville because I, I – was very, very honored to be asked. Right. You guys had something called Victory Day, and I know Coach Dickin is still doing yeah. that. Just a, a fun, fun event. Yeah, you know, it's it's similar. It's different, but it's similar to what Brian's doing. You got to, you, what you got to do is you gotta really got to get the boys involved in community aspects, right? Whether it's a cancer thing or what we did was for special needs kids, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, um, when I started it years ago, it's like crazy because I get a little emotional talking about it, but... Um, we couldn't do it this year, and obviously Sean couldn't do it last year. Um, but my mom really kind of pushed me to do it because when I grew up, I grew up across the street from, you know, cognitively impaired kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my mom forced me to befriend them. You know, didn't, I didn't, wasn't really too, you know, I don't know, you know. And it was this guy was his name, Bobby. I'll never forget him. He's much older than I was. And uh, so I said, you know, one day I was thinking about this, and, um, and my mom, you know, I was right when my mom passed. And um, sorry, it's like crazy, no. but yeah, it's crazy. Go but with it. no, but uh, no, but what's cool is um, so I'm like, God, I got to do something for special needs, and uh, so I know that um, here's what's crazy. Brendan Flaherty's the head football coach at Gross, mm -hmm. unbelievable guy. You want to talk about a community person? He does great things. He runs Victory Day out of his, out of Gross, and I kind of stole the idea with that, where he gets all the special needs kids there. They're they're playing a football game. They have a huge crowd, right? Well, I wanted to try to build something like that at Northville, and I think we had a really good community to do that. And not only that, my uh, my JV coach at the time, Sean Dickin, who's now the head coach there, was 
a special needs teacher in the building. And Cook School, where the field is, is kind of like a really um, cognitively impaired school mm-hmm. where it's, you know, you got physically um, you got physically disabled students, you have, you know, cognitively, all, all spectrums, right? And so we really got, you know, these kids, we decided we're going to train these kids to play. They would walk them, they would bus them over to the high school. And it, like during their uh, flex hour or whatever it was at, at Northville, the kids would work with them with tennis balls and sticks and train them. And Warrior donated the sticks at the time. I remember that because um, I had a really good connection over there at the time. And then it was great. It was great because these kids would train. And then we had the victory day and I would play against whoever. And it didn't matter. I just scheduled different teams every year. Um, and we just the, the boys would play like a seven on seven type of game. My guys would get in there. They would dress up as goalie. Some of the goalies, and the kids had fun and they scored a ton of goals. And you would announce it, and it was you know oh what a great shot by that. No you know this goalie's a sieve, and it was like my starting all you know all American goalie, and it's like you know so it was fun. But it was like at the time it was just a fantastic events. Um, it was a great event. We would get a ton of donations. Um, it was it was just great and, and, and like everybody on the board that had that lacrosse board at Northville, um, the Maluchis were um, really really good people. They would they would they were heavily involved and it just kind of stemmed from there as you know because different presidents of the, the the booster program for lacrosse would just kept carrying it on and we would just have make it to a big thing and Panera would donate and this people would donate and blah 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 and it was just a festival and it was fun. I mean it was great. Um, well, that's part of the reason why we're here. I'm glad yeah. that Coach Comiscus brought this up because, I, full disclosure, folks, we didn't intend on talking about this. No. But, you know, to us, to me, and I'm sure that you'll concur, yeah. Coach, if you're a coach out there or you're in a community and you're doing something special right. like this, let us know. We'll gladly help yeah. spread the word of events like what's transpiring with right. Clarkston tomorrow or what you yeah, do or what Coach Deacon does. And whatever. I, I'll definitely, we would love to have you on, too, you know, because – like you know, like last year or the year before, I'm sorry, the year before, with St. Mary's. So I, it's kind of tough to do things with special needs students when you're at a private school. So what I what I have is I have one of my students, one of my former players, um, uh, Joey Guzamano. He's part of a um, what was it? I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I'll mention it next week. But we would go down to the veteran shelter in Detroit. And go there and just play games with them and talk to the guys that were in the shelter. And it was awesome. And I would bring them swag, you know, St. Mary's stuff and, you know, like that. And and we just had – and the kids got so much out of it. Like these guys are like Vietnam veterans or, you know, this guy, he talked about how what happened, how he's living on the streets and things of that nature. And this is a great place for him. And so it was just kids just seeing what's really out there um, because, you know, most of these kids – Especially where I, you know, they, they're they're doing pretty well. They're not, you know, they're not struggling like some people, and and for them to see that, it, it brings that humility to them, and they actually like, hey, what's what can I do now to, to to move forward? And then this one gentleman would come and watch our games, and it was great. It was awesome, and and it, and he loved. He started like, I love the game, and I said, anytime you want to come, just let me know. We'll figure it out. I want to get you here, and. uh it was, it was, it's fantastic. But that's what it's all about. It's really not about, like I said, winning games and losing games is awesome. But it's about it's about where these kids are going to be 10, 12 years, 20 years. Hey, what kind of impact do we have? They'll all tell you about Victory Day. They'll all tell you about the cancer benefit. 
especially when Brian wears those crazy shirts and stuff like that too. So, you know, um, yeah, you always know, got the Hawaiian shirt. I, lo- I love it though, man. I love it. You know, um, but yeah, but it's you know those type of things are what makes me coach. I mean, I love that stuff. And when you get everybody involved, it makes it so much better. You know what I mean? It makes your program stronger. Makes your community stronger. Yeah, let me reiterate, if you are a coach out there, you're a player, you're a parent, reach out to Coach Durham, reach out to me, reach out to State Champs proper, and we'd love to help uh, spread the word not only about the game, but certainly uh, what you're doing out in the community. That is a big part of it. Much like last week, Coach, the time flies by. So I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, how did the game go? You played Catholic Central, you lost in overtime. Uh, but it's a good measuring stick. Yeah. I, I think that's safe to say. Catholic Central certainly one of the best teams in the state again. Well, I know Brian's writing all the stuff down, but it's good. Okay, he's gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll if, give you the film. I'll send you the film, buddy. Still on? Can you give me some numbers? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. Hang, he's yeah. not hanging no, up no, that no, line. He's not, he no, knows, he's 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 I'm waiting. No, I'll give him the film. He knows. Um, it was a fantastic game. Like we were, we were pretty jacked up for it. We've really grown as a team. So. Um, the one thing is, like, I love coaching against Dave because I know what Dave does. Um, Dave does his thing, you know. And, you know, it's not that CC's down. I think we're just growing and getting better. I think CC is a really good team. They got phenomenal athletes, man. And you know when you're playing against CC, they're going to run, run, run. And then they're, they're like, man, just every GB just seemed to go to CC's way. So we went down like 3 nothing to start the game. And uh, that was the first quarter. And then we climb back, and I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to shout out to a couple people. Number one, my face-off guy, um, Nick Lavasser, was just an absolute warrior last night. I mean, he's just a, he's a hoss. I mean, I, I don't even know the word. He's a, he's a great hockey player. Um, and here's this kid who's just battles every time. He took every face-off against CC's two or three guys. Um, and he just, he's just a warrior. And it's just that, that to me just kind of lifted the team. The team got behind him. We played really tough defensively. It was 8 7 over. I mean, that's a great game. You know, it's Heck not, yeah. there's no high scoring. The defenses played great. The goalies played great. CC ran the 10 man. Um, we struggled with a little bit. 10 man ride, if you know what that is. They kind of, yeah. they kind of just zone up in the back and they try to pressure up front and make you throw it away. And we did that a few times. Um, but then we also scored in transition on it. Uh, it was just, like I said, it, at the half, it was 4 4. That's exactly what you want. Then we went up two goals. They came back, tied it. They took the lead. We tied it up. We had the last shot with like one, you know, 30 seconds left. My freshman uh, attackman, a great shot, just missed a cage. I mean, that's just, it was a great, it was awesome. I, th- I was like, I thought I went in and it didn't, but it, it is what it is. And um, we go to overtime. We have possession first. We, you know, we threw it away and that's just part of it. And then they got possession of it. They scored, and that's just the way it goes in overtime. But, you know, um, makes us stronger, and we will see them in, in 12 days. And I'm sure Dave is so excited about seeing us in 12 days. <laughs> so, no, but like you said, Willie is one of my my close friends, and I love him to death, and I'm, I'm glad that uh, it was a great game. But, um, you know, we've we've had a great stretch. And then, we, like I said, we've played some good teams in the past week. We played Battle Creek Lakeview. That was a good game. We beat them 11-8, to but they have some players too. I was really impressed with their program. Um, we played Lake Orion, who you got coming up, and that was probably our best game of the year. We played really well um, defensively. Um, we beat them. That was great. I mean, just the kids are just buying in, and that's what it's all about, and we're just having fun. I mean, we're and we're living day-to-day. Like I said, we're going to keep playing as many games as we can until somebody shuts us down, and that's exactly what we have to do. So. We got some big games coming up this week. Uh, Northville at Heartland tomorrow out there in Heartland. I, I know 
Coach, uh, according to the lax numbers, Heartland number two in the state. Yeah. Of course, Sean Dickin doing a fine job with Northville as well. Yeah, Northville's only Northville's only played two games, so it's going to be kind of a really weird measuring stick for them. But they have a great faceoff guy, like I mentioned before, a great defenseman. They're going to be good. They're going to be fine. I think Heartland's just they're they got some pretty strong players, and Brian Brian will back that up um, with Heartland. But you know, but Heartland beat Forest Hill Central and kind of beat them pretty well. I mean. That was a pretty big thing. So that's why they're, you know, Forest Hill Central is like third and East Grand, East Grand Rapids. That game's coming up. Forest Hill Central at East Grand Rapids. Mm. That's going to be a great game. Um, Brian, like I said, his game against Lake Orion, you know, you get to go up against Hebert, you know, I followed that one. But uh, he that's calls gonna, me every day. I know he does. <laughs> you know? But uh, DCD with two big games this week. Yeah, they, they, well, of course, we, they're taking you on, and, yeah. and then they got a game against what? Rice. DCD is kind of like our new rival. I mean, we. I think about being at St. Mary's. I don't really know who our rival is sometimes. Like, we don't have, like, that CC Rice rival. So Country Day, though, has been kind of our rival the last couple of years since I've been there because we've had great games against them. Um, you know, Chris Garland's a good coach. They have a ton of kids. They're they, they're They're – they're going to be good, and we know that. And they haven't played that many games either because they got shut down for quarantine. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? Uh, and then they play Rice. Rice goes to them. Um, you know, I mean, talking one of the best facilities in the state. You know, Country Day. You know, if it gets rained, you go right inside. But it was, you know, I think all those games right there are the best games of the week, um, and it should be exciting. You know. No doubt about it. Hey, uh, time flies when you're having fun. Again, we thank you for checking us out. I Just one more time, I want to hammer it home. If you're doing something like Coach Comiscus and Clarkston is doing and, and like Coach Durham has done both at Northville and Orchard Lake St. Mary's, please, by all means, reach out to us. We'll help you spread the word in any way, shape, or form. It's about promoting the game, but it's about helping others, and that's the cool thing. You heard it from Coach Comiscus. You heard it from Coach Durham. Uh, this is a situation where these guys, this is this is bigger than the game, and, yes. and this is uh, this is helping people out in the community and helping shape uh, young athletes as well. Coach Durham, before we get out of here, any, any final thoughts? No, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, it's a tough loss today for UDM. Chris Cullen, who's the head coach there, a great guy. Um, I think Brian and I are both big fans of Chris. Um, he's just a fantastic guy, and uh, they they took a hard loss today against uh, St. Bonnie, um, and uh, you know it's tough. But you know there's a four, so there's there's a couple Clarkson kids on the team. I think there's there's several uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's guys on the team. CC, so you know UD guys are mostly uh, Michigan guys on that team, and it's really nice to see see a lot of names. You know, um, tough loss for them, um, but I know they'll bounce back next year and they can even get better. So. Outstanding. Once again, thanks to Coach Comiscus and Clarkson. Thanks to you, Coach Durham, as well. For Coach Durham, my name is Sean Belegian saying thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk some lacrosse again next week here on the State Champs Network.